Hey guys, Ed from Paranormal Link Ohio here, back at it again with another podcast episode. Tonight's podcast episode is the many signs of a demonic possession. Guys, you guys got to hear this. This is very good stuff. It'll teach you the signs of everything that is coming and what is probably going to be a demonic possession if you think you have anything like that happening to you. So the first thing I want to talk about is the degrees of demonic possession. There's four degrees of demonic possession. Possession doesn't happen overnight. It's a process. It is always requires an open door, playing with a Ouija boards, attending or conducting seances, even going on a ghost hunt with your friends. No matter how innocent one's intentions, dark spirits can take advantage of such opportunities. So we're going to go through the first degree, infestation. This is could be a haunted house type stuff. Footsteps, voices, apparitions, furniture or other objects moving without human agency. Odors with no discernible source, rather than directly affecting people, infestations affect only property, objects, or even animals. After that will be the second phase, oppression. Activity steps up with physical attacks. Sleep disturbances, including regular nightmares, frequent and severe illnesses, major depression or anxiety, severe financial or employment problems, and relationship troubles. While these things happen in the normal course of life, all of them happening at once or in rapid succession could be a sign of demonic possession. The third phase is obsession. As the name implies, at this stage, the afflicted person has a hard time functioning, being constantly preoccupied with thoughts of the demonic activity commandeering his or her life, and frequently with thoughts of suicide as well. Sleep becomes nearly impossible. All three of these stages can be addressed by a competent deliverance minister. However, the last stage is reserved for the official exorcist. The last and final phase is possession. Contrary to popular belief, possession is not demons entering a person's body and taking over his or her soul. A person's free will is never removed, only severely compromised. In possession, a person is so physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually broken down by going through the other three stages that demonic spirits are able to seize occasional control over that person's actions. Telltale signs of possessions include superhuman strength, speaking in a language the victim doesn't know, inordinate aversion to holy objects, knowledge of events or facts the victim could not possibly know, and according to Diocese of San Jose exorcist Gary Thomas, whose story was made famous in the book, the movie, The Right, changes in facial features. Telltale signs do not include 360 degree head spins like you see in The Exorcist. Guys, those are the degrees of <clears throat> demonic possession. Is infestation, then it moves on to oppression, then it moves on to obsession. And then finally ends up in possession, where the demon finally has full control of you. It will take over your, your body, your mind, everything. The demon takes control and does things to you that you would never imagine doing. It makes you do things that you would have never imagined doing. So those are the, 
the degrees of possession. So now we're going to move on to some of the signs of demonic possession. <clears throat> you can be involved in an occult or some type of occult behavior. We were met by a female <clears throat> slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune telling. Acts 16 16. <clears throat> Some of the signs that you can tell that you are under a demonic possession or even the first stage infestation is you've opened the doorway to the demon. The demon will lay in wait and wait for you to make that mistake by doing such simple things like, you know, you enjoy doing tarot card reading, seances, the Ouija board, so on and so forth. In a matter of talking to the dead, the demon lays in wait to try to take over. In doing these simple things, now I've told you guys a a million times that Ouija boards are bad. They are the doorway to evil. Nothing good can ever come out of an Ouija board. I've had good tarot card readings, you know. I've I've been to seances and seances I do believe are a second well-known way a demon can get in. But the tarot card reading, I don't believe that the tarot cards can actually bring on a demonic. And I left that in there because I found it in the research and a lot of people believe that tarot card readings and fortune telling and psychics are of evil nature. They're all demons trying to lure you into the evilness and the wickedness of everything else. But that is up to you to whether you believe or not. I personally do not believe that way. So anyways, after that you will have restlessness. You won't be able to do anything that you want to do anymore. The things that you found fun at first will now make you tired, will make you very uh, grumpy. You won't want to do anything. You won't want to just be around anyone. Anger is another sign. you quick to anger. Someone that has never been angry before, now they're always angry about something. Anything sets them off. The, you're madly in love with your wife or your husband and... All of a sudden you hate them and you're just so angry towards them all the time. Or your kids, you know, you, you're a great parent and you do everything you can with your kids. Now all of a sudden you can't stand your children and you just you say and you do so many mean and awful things to them. You, you loved your job once. You go to work every day. You love it and all of a sudden you hate going to work. You hate everyone there. Sometimes you don't even want to go. That anger leads into depression to where... You just don't want to do anything at all. You don't want to leave. You don't even want to leave your bed. You do nothing but cry. You're you're weak. You're beaten down, and then thoughts of suicide come. These are all the ways that the demon is beating you down, and the whole time it's happening, you'll never know. Like I said before, it goes from infestation to oppression. For the infestation, it's just it just inside your home. It's messing with your furniture. It's messing with your things. Your keys come up missing. Your wallet comes up missing. They, they're found in weird places. Furniture is moved, stacked up, and you have no idea how it happened or if you see something move. That's just its way of getting your attention. And once you give it your attention, then it's got you. Then it moves to oppression. It goes inside of you. You have nightmares, violent dreams. This goes on for for days and weeks and months and it can go on for years a demon can lay inside of you for years and follow you from place to place until it's ready because it's all it's got is time and the demons hate us guys they 
absolutely hate us because we have life, something that they couldn't have. So once that goes into play, you start getting to where you'll see that the person will, as I said in the in the other part, that they'll start knowing different languages. They'll start knowing Aramaic language, the dead language of Christ, a language that hasn't been spoken in, in years, but they'll know it. They'll know other languages that they never knew before. They'll know things about you that you have never told a single person. You've always kept your deepest, darkest secrets. They will know. And they'll say it. And then you'll be dumbfounded. You're like, whoa, how the... That's the demon. The demon knows everything. The demon can get in anyone's head and can figure out anything and know anybody's deepest, darkest secret. So it does that to trick you, to scare you. Your head doesn't spin around all the way... You don't projectile vomit, you know. I mean, sometimes they can get sick or anything like that. But what you see, you know, on the Exorcist movie is is most of the time not what happens. Now, a demon will destroy the body because our body cannot hold that wickedness. Our body can only hold our soul. So if the demon doesn't take you full on, your body just deteriorates. That's why you see in some of these exorcism photos, uh, they're skinny and their skin is just so ragged and torn, and they look so sick because they are. The demon is sucking their life force out of them to try to make them a permanent host. But then the exorcists come in. They do their job. They do it very well. They banish the demon away. Sometimes the demon goes, and the person goes back to normal. There's going to be a little mental health issues because of the the horrible things that they went through, but they'll eventually go back to normal. And a lot of times, victims of possession, they die during exorcism. It's not a quick, easy snap of the finger thing where they come in, they say some prayers, and the demon's gone. It takes a long time and a lot of hard work to rid someone of a demon. And the demons love this, guys. They, They love it. They love to take over. They love to destroy and just wreak havoc. That's what that's what they do. That's what they love to do. They love to rub it in God's eyes. That's what they like to do. They want to rub this in God's eye. That they're taking his precious people, as he chose us over them, and are destroying us one by one. You'll also notice shadow figures inside the home. You'll see them dart from left to right, or you'll just see them out of your peripheral vision. You'll notice a gloominess inside the home, like a feeling of dread as soon as you walk into the home. You'll notice that the victim of possession is just distant, doesn't want anything to do with anything, and becomes very violent. It has out, you know, outbursts. They'll become very ill. They'll get multiple illnesses and sicknesses one by one by one. Things in their life that are up will soon be down. Their finances will go down. Like like I said before, the employment will go down. Their love life will go down. Everything will start going down. Because that's the demon's way of beating you down to weaken you. When you're weak enough, then they take over. And the only way to get rid of them is by a proper exorcism. So guys, I hope you enjoyed tonight's episode. I hope you guys can look for these signs if you think anything like this is happening to you. You can always get a hold of me. We can find help. I will help as much as I can. You can go to paranormalinkohio.com. 
There we'll take you to the main business page. You can check out some old ghost hunts and ghost stories. You can check out our crystals and all their healing powers. Our sage bundles for all things cleansing. And you can also check out the jewelry that goes along with the crystals. Now, I know cleansing is another thing that will upset and anger a demon. You, If you go around and cleanse your house with sage. Any type of holy object will make it angry. If you have crosses, if you have pictures of Christ, any type of religious thing hanging up, don't, don't, you'll see that they'll fall, become broken, or they'll, they'll just disappear. Because the demon cannot be around that. Okay, you can also go to Paranormal Link Ohio group. That is our group page on Facebook. There we discuss all things paranormal. You guys give me ideas for shows. I do the shows. And I give you guys a shout out or have you on the show. Very soon we will have live podcasts. So you guys can kind of see a behind the scenes look at how I do this. You can go from there to Paranormal Link Ohio on TikTok and YouTube. On YouTube I am putting some full episodes of the podcast. Not all the episodes, just some. And I put partial episodes on TikTok. And of course, on every podcast format available is the Paranormal Inc. Ohio podcast. Every single day is a new episode at 10 p.m., except for Thursdays and Fridays. Thursdays and Fridays are going to be at 8 p.m. because at 10 p.m. on Thursday, I go live on Facebook. There we have a discussion of the paranormal and have a ghost story. And then Friday night at 10 p.m. is our Fear Friday Live, guys, where I go live on Friday at 10 p.m. on Facebook. There we do an in-depth conversation of the paranormal, have a ghost story, and I do live investigations. So I want to thank you guys oh so very much for coming out and listening to the episode. I love you guys oh so very much. I, I hope I'm doing good. If you guys have any ideas, if you guys have, if, if I'm doing something wrong or if I'm just simply not doing this right that you think I can do any other way, please leave a comment. You can leave a comment on Spotify and all the formats, or you can go to paranormalinkohio.com and leave a comment there. Let me know. And I can do anything I can to fix it or make it better for you. So again, guys, thanks for checking out the episode and you will hear me again tomorrow night. Bye everybody.